Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Motivational Moment in the Morning. My name is Portia Wilkins here in Houston, Texas. Today is Thursday, June 30th, 2016. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We are here every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m. Central Standard Time for 20 minutes of power and inspiration to help you start your day off on time and on top. Thank you guys so much for inviting your friends, family, coworkers, and associates every morning. We appreciate it. The call grows more and more every single day. We ask that you take whatever notes speak to you, share it on social media, share it with friends, share it with whomever you feel uh, that, that needs it. When you share on social media, use the hashtag when dreams collide so everybody can see it there. They can search that hashtag and find your post uh, in regards to what inspired you from the call and can be inspired as well. And so uh, all the calls are archived on our website, which is whendreamscollide.com. That's www.whendreamscollide.com. On the homepage, you just scroll down to the bottom there, you'll see the, all of the archived calls from when we launched August 3rd, 2015. Or there's, if you ever missed a day, you can go back there uh, and listen and get caught up. And, and we ask that you share it as well when you do. And then while you're on the website, head on over to Straight Talk, Woman Talk tab. And, ladies, you'll see uh, highlights and, and, and recordings as well about weekly call that we do every single Monday night at 8 p.m. Uh, we come together and uh, we just we just share whatever the Lord tells us to. And it's amazing, amazing, the revelation. I get text messages and emails nearly every day of women, um, you know, who just stumbled upon it or who's been following for a long time, how it's blessed their lives. And so you want to go there. Check it out, press play, listen to the replays, check out the events we have coming up. Uh, July 24th, we'll be in Atlanta, Georgia for a Straight Talk Woman Talk in-part session. And then August the 13th, we'll be here in Houston, Texas. It's going to be absolutely amazing what happens in that environment when you got like-minded women coming together, okay? Like-minded, kingdom-minded women coming together. Straight Talk Woman Talk is a kingdom principle-based platform that's grounded in authenticity and truth with no judgment. You'll absolutely love it, so get connected today. And then for those of you who are entrepreneurs, who are building a business, who are out there working every single day to provide and protect for your family, go on over to buildingforyourlastname.com. My husband and I strongly believe that an inheritance is what you leave for someone, but a legacy is what you leave in them. And it's time for you to stop hustling for your first name and begin building something of significance for your last name, something that can live past you. It doesn't matter what industry you're in, what company you're building, uh, building it for your last name resonates with every single person. We've got the gear that's there. Check out the shirts and the hats that we have. People all, all over the world are rocking their gear, excited about building something of significance to leave an inheritance and a legacy behind for their family. So we'll go on over there today, check it out, and order your gear today so you can uh, be a part of today's shipment that will be going out this afternoon. All right, folks, let's go ahead and get this party started this morning. My husband's here ready to rock and roll. Uh, if you're driving, be safe. Put in your earpiece. If you're stationary, get out your pen and your paper. Remember, we ask that you post your notes on social media. Tag us in it. Use the hashtag when dreams collide so we can see it. Honey, won't you come on to the line and say good morning to our VIPs? Oh, yes, indeed. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Good morning, kings and queens. Good morning, world changers. Good morning, vision carriers. Good morning, students of excellence. Good morning, family. Good morning, VIPs. Come on, ladies and gentlemen. Vision impact partners. 
This is the day that the Lord has made, and we will rejoice and be glad in it. Listen, I am excited about your future. Did you hear me clearly this morning? I said I am excited about your future. That's why I want to talk to you from a thought this morning, but that's not how the story ends. But that's not how the story ends. One author said, as I was learning, the word but always comes after an explanation. It comes after an explanation because everything that comes after the word but is more relevatory than what came before the word but. But that's not how <laughs> the story ends. You won't end like this. It won't end the way it's going right now. Tough times don't last always, ladies and gentlemen. Tough people do. Tough times won't last always. Tough people do. And what you've got to decide in your mind as you're going through this process, as you're going through this experience, that's all it is. It's, it's an experience. It's, it's not the end of the story. It, it may be just a highlighted chapter that we use as a testimony. Ladies and gentlemen, without a test, there's no testimony. Without a mess, there can really be no message. And without a mistake, there can be no ministry. But that's not how the story ends. It, it won't end in you in repossession. Mm -mm. It, it won't end in you being broke. No, no, no. The story does not end, ladies and gentlemen, with you being defeated. The story does not end with people walking out on you and just leaving you. The story does not end with plastic, phony people lying about you and, and talking about you. That, that's not how this story ends. You, you've got to hold on to something that's deep down inside each and every one of us, the resounding resilience that the human spirit possesses that says, this is not how it ends for me. I may fall down seven times, but I must get up eight times because it's not the size of the dog in the fight. It's the size of the fight in the dog. But that's not how the story ends. They, they may see you right now in a in a weakened position, but I'm not weak because meekness is not weakness. They may see me right now going through foreclosure, but, but that's not how the story ends. You, you may see me right now struggling, but I promise you my strength comes from my struggle. But, but that's not how, that's not how the story ends. You, you may see me right now when it seems as though I'm all alone. Oh, but when you're all alone, this is the perfect time for you to be connected to the Creator, for you to be connected to your Father, for you to be corrected and connected to your source. But that's not how the story ends. The story does not end with you in bankruptcy. Mm. The, the story, listen, the story does not end with you alone. It doesn't end with you lonely. It, it does not end... The story does not end with you not being able to afford to do what you desire to do. The story does not end with you going through a mundane, trite life. That, but that's not how this story ends. The story, the story ends a lot better. Uh, it's going to get greater later if you just hold on to the vision. If you hold on to the vision, I don't care what happens to the vehicle. If you hold on to the purpose, it doesn't matter what happens to the platform. If you hold on to that thing that's deep within your heart, and I'm not giving you now something that I've read in a book. I'm not giving you something in terms of an experience that I've heard from a stage. I'm telling you with my own life, what Oprah calls your life class, that everything when it seems as though it's falling apart is really falling into place because 
That's not how the story ends. See, the broken pieces of your life, God uses to create the masterpiece for other people to see that if the pieces were broken in so many different places, only the creator, only the source, only God can use the divorce. If you let him use it, he'll use the bankruptcy. If you let him use it, he will use the foreclosure. If you let him use it, he will use not being able to do what you can do so that he can put on you what it is that you couldn't do for yourself. But all you've got to do is sow the right seed because that's not how the story is. I've discovered, ladies and gentlemen, that the only thing you and I can control, and I want you to post this, I want you to write it down and never forget it, the only thing that you and I can control is our attitude and our activity. We can only control our attitude and our activity. We cannot control who comes and who goes. We cannot control who stays and who leaves. We cannot control all of the other vicissitudes that we must endure and grow from and grow through, but we can control our attitude. How do you see things? When you look at things, how do you see them? When you start to look at things a different way, the things that you look at will always change because Dr. Miles Moreau says, eyes that look are common, but eyes that can see are rare. That's why Winston Churchill says, one man or woman with courage is the majority, your attitude. Now, I'm not saying you're not like me, that you're not a human being, whereas you have a moment, uh, a moment where you, where you want to hesitate, a moment maybe where you want to draw back, a moment where you say it's over, a moment where you say I, I, it's easier for me to go do something else. See, if you're not a human being, you, you, you do not experience moments. You, oh, I have moments all the time. I, I have a moment where I slip out of, yeah, I slip out of myself. I step into my flesh and get out of faith. Yeah, see, you can only operate out of two states, either in faith, hear me, uh, faith, or in your flesh. In other words, when you're operating in your flesh, you don't, you don't see with vision. You see with your eyes. It, when you're operating in flesh, it, it seems as though the weight of the world is collapsing on you, and you don't recognize that there's something deep down inside of you that is going to allow you to overcome whatever the challenge is. Ladies and gentlemen, if it doesn't challenge you, it will never change you. If it doesn't challenge you, it will never change you. And some of the challenges that we are having to endure is so that we can come out a changed man. You can come out a changed woman. When it's all said and done, you're going to be a better woman to this. You're going to be a better man because of this. You're going to be a better father, a better mother, a better business person. This thing that you're going through, it's not going to kill you because Gerda says, what doesn't kill me only makes me stronger. But that's not how the story ends. No, no, no. It doesn't end with me failing. Mm -mm. I'm the head and not the tail. It, it doesn't end with me in defeat. No, no, no. David defeated Goliath. It, it doesn't end with me staying sidelined and, and not having my gift and my talent functional and operational. It doesn't have me. No, this is not how the story is. It doesn't have me in a place where I'm not fulfilled in life, where I'm going through life as a wandering generality and not a meaningful specific. But, but that's not how the story is. It may, be, it may be this chapter, but I promise you that's not going to be the whole book. But it's not until, hear me clearly, it's not, ah, oh, this is good. I heard you. 
It's not until you close old chapters that God will open up new doors. Mm. You've got to close the old chapters. Yeah, that's why Paul said, forgetting those things that are behind me. You've got to forget those things daily that happened. It didn't happen to you. It's really happening for you. And I understand your flesh in the moment doesn't really get that. I know you get frustrated as I have gotten frustrated because things didn't seemingly work out because we have our plan and then God laughs. Oh, but it's something special about being in a place of maturity where you're willing to release a good plan just so you can embrace God's plan. Oh, my favorite, one of my favorite scriptures, Proverbs 19 and 21. Listen to what it says. Many are the plans in a man's heart. That word heart in that scripture is not talking about what beats in between your chest cavities. That's not what it's talking about. It's not talking about the heart that pumps the blood. It's not talking about the heart that's connected to your outer vials. It's not talking about that heart. When it talks about heart in that scripture, it's talking about the subconscious mind, that subconscious mind where all of your thoughts come from, your heart where, where the issues of life reveal themselves. It says many of the plans in a man's subconscious mind, but only God's plan or only God's purpose for that man will prevail. In other words, purpose is more important than plans. Purpose is more powerful than plans. Purpose precedes plans. Jared, what are you saying to me this morning? I'm simply saying, my friend, I'm simply saying Vision Impact Partner. I'm simply saying Kingdom Woman. I'm simply saying kingdom man. I'm simply saying king. I'm simply saying queen. But that's not how the story ends. If you hold on just one more day. For some of you, you're saying, Jared, I can't hold on one more day. Well, baby, hold on just one more hour. Jared, I can't hold on uh, one more hour. Just please hold on. For 30 more minutes? Well, Jared, I'm on the brink of total devastation. My heart can't handle the weight. Just, just please hold on. Ten more minutes? Jared, what's going to happen in ten minutes? Huh. I know somebody that can turn your situation in one minute. Something that you couldn't do in the last year. But I need you to hold on. I need you to stay committed. I need you to stay in faith. I need you to stay positive. I need you to control your attitude and your activity. I need you to believe one more time. I need you to hold on one more time. The words that come out of my mouth, the spirit that resonates in me, I need it to resonate in you just one more minute. Why, Jared? Because that's not how. That's not how the story is. Those who don't know you've been through won't ever understand your breakthrough, and you can't expect them to. You can't sit there and waste time attempting to explain something to someone who just doesn't get it because they didn't experience it. The story doesn't end in suicide for you. It doesn't end in depression for you. It doesn't end in bankruptcy for you. Absolutely not. It's just a season. Romans chapter 5, verses 3 through 5 says, And not this, but with joy. 
Let us exult in our sufferings and rejoice in our hardships, knowing that hardships, distress, pressure, and trouble produce patient endurance. And endurance produces proven character, spiritual maturity, and proven character produces hope and confident assurance of eternal salvation and hoping God's promises never disappoints us because God's love has been abundantly poured out within our hearts through the Holy Spirit who was given to us. There's a reason for it all. You're not, you're not, you're not just going through it for nothing. It's, it's, it's all intentional. Every single bit of it uh, is intentional. When you hold on to the purpose, it doesn't matter what happens to the platform. Man, that is so powerful there. That is so powerful. Control what you can. And just let God handle the rest. Because impossible is where he begins. Trust his ability more than your limitations. Trust his ability more than your limitations. Because whatever you can't do, he's already done. And that's the truth, ladies and gentlemen. Not in theory, but in, in the life that we live. Have you ever had an experience? Just go back to that time where something came through for you and you have no idea how it happened. You looked at the numbers in your account versus what the outcome was, and you're like, there was none but the Lord. See, see, that's, that's his way of just showing you, I got you. I, I got you. I don't even know why you're stressing or why you're worried or why you're complaining. He already works it out. He always works it out. All things work out for the good of those who love the Lord and are called according to his purpose. So if you love him, and we all called according to his purpose, so that, that includes everybody, period. The, the enemy isn't ever going to make your way easy. Opposition is going to come, but you got to stand strong and stand fast on the task at hand because you're in position. You're in a fight, but it's a fixed fight. The victory is already yours because it's not how the story ends. The story doesn't end with you failing, period. So if you're still fighting, it's not over until God says it over. So don't ever second-guess the good and, and the things that you're doing. What, whatever it is that you're going through, no matter how hard it is, you keep fighting and keep pushing through. Galatians 6 and 9 tell us, let us not grow weary while doing good, because in due season we will reap if we don't lose heart. Where's your heart? Where's your heart in a situation? If, you're, if, if your heart is what you know it to be, which is strong, then you're going to be able to push through. Because whatever, because out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks, good or bad, whatever you say, whether it slips out or if it was intentional, that's truly what's in your heart. So what you got to do is check your heart. The story doesn't end with you quitting. The same energy you use to give up is the same energy you can use to begin again. You're not starting over. I don't care what the situation is. You're not starting over because nothing you've been through is ever wasted. It may have taken you out for a second, but it didn't take the experience. And it's the experience in where your strength lies. Listen, they can hire you. They can fire you. They can talk about you. Uh, they can ridicule you. They can laugh at you. They can do whatever to you. They can sue you. They can do the most to you. But no matter what they do, they can't take what's inside of you. And as long as you still have it inside of you, when the, when the dust settles and it's all said and done, you can still execute the vision and the plan that you need to do, period. Because you're not starting over. You're simply beginning again. John 10 and 18 tells us, no one takes it away from me, but I lay it down 
voluntarily and I am authorized and have the power to lay it down and to give it up. And I'm authorized and have the power to take it back. This command I received from my father. So whatever you he has given us that we have laid down, we also have the same power to take it right back. Whatever they took from you, whatever they stole from you, whatever they did to you, you're going to be able to get it back. This time is going to be bigger and better than what they could have ever imagined. For every negative occurrence that happens in your life, it's simply a setup for something positive and something bigger than what you had before to take place. Why? Because it's not how the story ends. The story, you know how the story ends? With every goal that you desired being accomplished. The story ends with you winning. The story ends with you being on top. The story ends with you conquering. That's how it ends. So just always know, if you're not at that place where you want to be yet, that means you're still going through the journey. The fight's not over. You didn't lose. You're just going through a season because it doesn't end that way. Honey? It ends when you win. How do you know when it's ending? Or how do you know when it's over? It's not over until I win. Did you hear me? Would you post that somewhere? Somebody needs to see those words this morning. It's not over until you win. That's Les Brown. He says it's not over until you win. It's not over. See, if if you are going to win, you've got to be phenomenal or be forgotten. But that's not how the story ends. See, it's called history. His story. His, H-I-S, story. It's not, it's not a mystery. It's his story. And I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, it doesn't end like this. It does not end in defeat. No, it doesn't end with you sitting on the floor in a pool of tears. No, those of the A, those of us that sow in tears, hear me, the A, you cry about it because you care about it. Those of us that sow in tears, Jared, what do you mean? You sow in tears. You do it when it hurts. You do it when you cry because it won't end with you there. Oh, those tears are the fertilizer for your seed to germinate. Yeah, the seed that leaves your hand, it never will leave your life. It goes into your future where it is then multiplied. Because those of us that sow in tears uh, will reap in joy. Ladies and gentlemen, they, have, they may have made you cry, but they'll never make me quit. You may have made me cry, but, but you'll never make me quit. I won't quit on me. You can quit on anybody else. You can quit on anything else. But don't you quit on you. See, you can quit that job. Yeah, you can, you can quit that job. You can even give up on a dream. But a calling, oh, it'll chase you down forever. Why, Jared? If that's not how the story is. I want you to answer the call on your life. Forget about what happened yesterday. Forget about all of the, the thoughts that are coming to overwhelm you for tomorrow, all the things that you've got to do tomorrow. No, no, no. I want you to manage, maintain, and focus on today. What can I do today? Who am I going to become today? Who will I serve today? What's my attitude going to be like today? What's my activity going to reflect today. 
How do you eat an elephant? You eat an elephant one bite at a time. I want you to take that bite today. Focus today. Commit today. Encourage yourself today. Don't speak negatively today. Don't talk about what didn't happen or what's not happening or who, who didn't, who's not there today. It's not over until you win. Because that's not how the story ends. God bless you. God bless your families. And God most certainly bless your dreams.